Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Dudes Doing Trivia. I'm Daniel. And I'm Will. We are back this week with our usual. I'm going to stop saying that and it'll just become the usual. But it's this or that again. It's this or that again. What does that even mean? Well, uh, you got to pick this or, or that. that. It's about as simple as it gets. Yeah. Uh, and we've got two categories left over, the the dregs, so to speak. And then we'll have two new categories as the that category. Yep, that's how it is. Um, how about you go first, then? You want to ask first or you answer? I can ask the questions to you first. This uh, the, the dregs that you have left for yourself uh, is X is to Y as what is to Z. And you can choose that or you may choose blank and blank. Let's go X is to Y as what is to Z. Ooh, have you been flexing your lateral thinking muscles? I have not, but I don't want to continue dragging this one on. <laughs> uh, no, that's good. These are There's not a lot of lateral thinking here. It's just I thought it was a, a, a cutesy way of asking a trivia question. Uh, so yeah, it's literally the category title is the format of every single one of these questions. It'll be very short because they are single sentence. Ordeals. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah. So your very first one, Joe Biden is to the USA, as AMLO is to where? AMLO. Um, interesting, interesting. AMLO. Uh, let's go with Mexico. That is the correct answer. Nice, okay. And I'll even give you a bonus point if you can tell me what those four letters stand for. Is Lulu one of the, is Lulu the L? No, I think Lulu is the new president of Brazil, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, then I've got He's okay. Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. Uh, Obrador. There you go. Obrador. Well, Lopez, Lopez Obrador, I guess, is his name. Yeah. All right. Your second question. Everest is to the Alps, as Aconcagua is to what? Andes. It is indeed part of the Andes. Yes. Uh, well, I'll just go through the rest of the questions. They talk about them after, except for the first one. Boxcar is to fat man as what is to little boy? Oh, man. Is it Enola Gay? It is Enola oh, Gay. Good yes. pull. And might as well go for a five for five. Um, is that five this, is is four, this is your fourth question, yeah. but you're still <laughs> going for five for five. <laughs> Travis Barker is to Courtney Kardashian as Travis Kelsey is to whom? Taylor Swift. You Swifty. <laughs> nice one. And lastly, for the sweep, okra is to gumbo as what is to succotash? Um, corn? Suffering succotash. He's no gone and way. done it. Oh, five for God. five. Well done. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I can't uh, mention Aconcagua without saying my favorite thing about that mountain, which is it is the highest point in the Southern Hemisphere and the Western Hemisphere, and therefore the Southwestern Quadrant. <laughs> <Quadrosphere>. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, Enola Gay dropped the bomb on Hiroshima, I believe. And uh, Boxcar dropped the bomb on Nagasaki. Uh, do you know who Enola Gay was? I actually don't, know. She was the pilot of that plane's mother. He named it after her. Oh, wow, okay. I, I'm surprised that pilots get to pick the names of the planes. Typically, you know, if I were a, a I person think, who builds planes, I'd be pretty mad that I didn't get to pick my mom's name, you know? Well, I think... Um, 
it's uh, they knew US what they were military doing. aircraft so it was probably like a series an alphanumeric sequence of letters and numbers and he just kind of hand painted you know, yeah. like and that's that's the name that's that, how yeah, that's the name that, that sticks went. gotcha gotcha and uh yeah travis kelsey is to taylor swift have you been keeping up with your pop culture uh of very late so i know she goes to all the games i know he announced his retirement i know um that's about it is he is he a kansas city chief is that the he is indeed he's a tight end for the chiefs so he's playing in the super bowl uh two sundays from now at time of recording not sure when this one will come out so this might be passe already but apparently the big thing is she has a concert for the eras tour in tokyo the day before the super bowl and then she has to finish that show get on her private jet fly directly to las vegas and everyone's like oh i don't know if she's gonna make it and frankly who cares yeah, that's that's a bit much for me. Like even and coming from you, like someone who likes sports, like I would expect a little bit more like sympathy for that. But yeah, I really I literally can't. could not care any less if I tried. She could just stream it and well, if she's in Japan, yeah, she could just stream it in six G while she's on the plane. Like that's right. Or if maybe they have Wi Fi on the plane too. But yeah, it's like not concerned, not concerned for her. All right, that's good enough. I need to try and get five for five now. You'll definitely get five for five. So your dregs, your leftover categories, we have. From my anagram, uh, this is we you had already done hits, which is an anagram of the word this. Mm. So, what remains for you is half, is half of that this, and the other, uh, which was linked with ice spice, you chose spice, meaning what remains for you is ice. So, please choose between half, H A T H, and ice. I am obviously going to choose ice, and for the <laughs> sole reason that I continue to want to hear you say the word half. More. Oh, god dang it. Okay, <laughs> let's do it then. On to ice. Starting with question one on the subject of ice. Isis, Nija, Naja, Naija, Gaston, who's better known as Ice Spice, has rose to quite some prominence through her recent collaborations, including with Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) On a remix of what song from her album Midnights? The subject of this song is a number of things, including a god, the breeze in my hair on the weekend, a relaxing thought, a cat. What thing? Oh, you're going to expose me as a real Swifty here, but I believe it's karma. Karma is a cat. Karma is a Karma is my boyfriend. Thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolute easy, easy. banger of a tune, by the way. Yeah. Speaking of rappers, by what name is Robert Matthew Van Winkle better known? His best known song is from nineteen nine from the nineteen ninety album To the Extreme, the title of which may have come from the lyrics in his best known song, To the Extreme, I Rock a Mic Like a Vandal, Light Up a Stage and Wax a Chump Like a Candle. Name that rapper. I, yeah, you couldn't have wrapped that better if you tried. Uh, this is going to be a straight up coin flip based on the category. And I'm going to guess that you are talking about Ice Cube. This is Vanilla Ice. Oh! <laughs> well, that wasn't part of my coin flip. Oh, really? What was the other one? Ice Tea ice and tea. Ice Cube? Oh, yeah. nice. So ice Tea is uh, six in the morning, that guy, right? No, probably. I don't know. It's not, really, not really my genre. I'm more of a Swifty. <laughs> Okay, question three. Though Ice Ice Baby is credited with contributing to rap's mainstream popularity, the song had some controversy. In an interview, Vanilla Ice jokingly claimed that his bass line in Ice Ice Baby, which goes, apparently, according to him, ding, 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 dingy, ding, ding, was sufficiently different to the ding, 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 bass line of what other song, a collaboration between Queen and David Bowie, following a lawsuit? Bump, bump, bump. 
Another one bites the dust. Sorry, I didn't let you finish the question. <laughs> uh, and that's it's not that one. Following oh. the lawsuit, Bowie and Freddie Mercury are now listed as songwriters to Ice Ice Baby for that catchy bass line. Can you just uh, do the dingy 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 part for me again? Ding 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 da da ding ding. Dun 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 da dun dun. What Queen song is that then? Dun 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 da dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope that makes the final cut. Um, I just can't think of it. I, I can hear it in my head, and I just can't think of the name of that song. It is under pressure. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Oh, that is David Bowie too, eh? Hmm. Oh, well, nice collaboration. Mm. Speaking of pressure, it is speculated that given extreme pressure and heat at the core of Uranus and Neptune, there may be icebergs made of solid diamond and seas of carbon on these planets, which are collectively classified as the only two of what type of planet in our solar system. Hmm. Well, I want to say gas giant, but there are more than two, in my estimation. Are you are saying they, gas giant? Are they ice giants? <laughs> They are ice giants. The ice nice. giants contain the icebergs made of solid diamond. We speculate. Cool. We have reason to believe. And finally, while we're in the solar system, bringing it back to Earth, what is the technical term to refer to the breaking of ice chunks off of the edge of a glacier? This word is also used to describe the young of several large mammals, including a baby whale, or a baby elephant, or a baby giraffe, or a baby hippo, or others. Uh, are they... Pups? Is it pupping? Oh, very close. It's calving. Calving. Oh, I did know that. I've actually heard of this <laughs> yeah, in ice regards calving, to ice icebergs. Calving. Yeah, ice yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, I didn't get five or five, but I did learn stuff. Yeah, I, I, funnily enough, I also thought it was another one bites the dust when I'm like, oh yeah, remember that thing about that baseline? Another one bites the dust. It does du sound like no, it. it is. It's close. It's close. Um, yeah, not quite five, but pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I think I got one. That means you're leaving half for another week. <laughs> And I can't wait. And I can't wait to I can't wait to share all I have about half. And you know what? It kind of builds the anticipation. So I hope it's all worth the wait. Uh, I was trying <laughs> to think of a uh, a half pun there, and I just couldn't do it. You know. Yeah. All right. You've got uh, another category to do here. You can choose this or that. Hit me with it. First category is where's that place? Second category is. <laughs> terminology to give daniel a sporting chance ah yeah devil okay let's go i do like geography a lot and i clean swept round one so could i have a clean sweep episode if we go geography oh but where is that place might not be geography it could be like that's found that's mccovey's cove that's you know that's i can just look at your face can you just yeah. quickly tell me where mccovey's cove is no it's just outside of san francisco park <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm going to give you that. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, I, I don't remember where they played. Uh, but yeah, it's Mc, Willie McCovey. You know, yeah. heavy hitter. Yeah. Yeah. What, can I, what can I say? You teach well me some things sometimes. Well yeah. done, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, right. so uh, I will go with Sporting Chance. <laughs> all that to say, I'm picking the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Just because it might not be geography, geography, right? It yeah, could yeah. be, you know, Fenway right. Park or whatever. You know. We're going to give you a Sporting Chance with terminology here. What avian term is used in bowling when you achieve three consecutive strikes? That's a turkey. That is a turkey. <laughs> well done. In rowing, this is question two, by the way, in case you needed me to tell you that. 
In rowing and other water sports that use an oar, on your backstroke, if you catch your blade in the water, it drags and significantly slows your boat down. What animal are you said to have caught in this case? Oh, wow. Um... Okay, so if it's dragging behind, maybe you're catching a snail. Snail. So not snail, because it's you know dragging behind gastropod. Kind of that's not where I was thinking with that. Let's not yeah, go there like though. Food let's go maybe. gastropod. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's. So what else could be dragging behind? Man. Catch is the 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 phrase is catch the something. Catch a blank. Catch when a you, blank when you're. So your backstroke, you you pull yeah. your oar and it propels the boat forward. Well, kind of backwards because that's how rowing works. But then you're you know, on the front stroke, you're, you're you're resetting your oar for the next mm -hmm. one, but you catch the water on the way. Uh, beaver? No clue. That would be a very Canadian phrase. If yeah, so, um, it's almost as if a crab has reached up out of the water and grabbed oh, your cool. oar. You're catching a crab. Oh, that's cool. I've never heard that. Mm hmm. All right, your third question. I vetted this one with the fig man, and Classic. he said there's almost a 0% chance Daniel knows this. Yeah, there's a less than zero <laughs> chance. <laughs> All right. In many sports, including hockey, soccer, ultimate frisbee, lacrosse, and pretty much any sport that has oh two goals on opposing ends okay. of the field, uh, probably others, I just didn't specifically look up that they use this phrase. Uh, a player who hangs out in the offensive zone for most of the game, even when the play is in their defensive zone, is said to be a picker of what kind of fruit? He thinks I would. Figman thinks I don't know what a cherry picker is. He did indeed. Oh my god, the audacity! You said you're you. picking cherries. I, I only knew that from kids playing floor hockey in gym, and they would always say that that person was cherry picking, and yeah, I was like, cherry picker. Eh. I'm like five out of 10 analogy or whatever, right? Like I'm surely there's other things like is cherry picking so laborious that you just want to hang out in one area. I don't know. Uh, no, I believe <laughs> uh, the phrase cherry picking comes from the same as like cherry picking data. You're just like doing this, only the stuff that you want and not the other stuff. You're just cherry picking what you want to do. I see. Okay. Interesting. All right. In the Zero curling. percent chance that I would know cherry. I'm not done with this. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go back through my text history with him to get the exact phrasing after this. Um, yeah. In okay. curling. I've got Number this four. one. It's curling, in, I got it. In curling. I know you're an occasional watcher of curling. That's right. Uh, in curling, you throw if you throw a rock, it must at least reach what line on the ice in order to be considered a valid rock. The speed or throw, the speed of the throw or the speed of the ice is often measured as the time between these lines to achieve a draw to the button. Hmm. So for those who are unaware, when Will is saying between these two lines, it's because you play in one direction. Then when the rocks are on the other side, you play in the other direction. So obviously it's like a symmetrical kind of situation. Actually symmetrical both ways, lengthwise and widthwise. Um, so the word that comes to mind is hog line. I'm just not 100% sure if that is the word, if the hog line could be something else. Because the hog line could be not the direction, could be the same line because it's symmetrical, but it could be the one that's closest to you by the, which indicates the point by which you must release the rock. That could be the hog line or another permutation or another, you know, way that this could go. Maybe they're both called hog line. And then the other thing is, I don't know any other words that could describe lines <laughs> and curling. So I'm going to say hog line. <laughs> you know what? You just like described it all the way through perfectly. It is the hog line. They are both indeed hog lines. So you must release oh, okay. your rock by the first hog line and the rock has to cross okay. the second hog line. So nice. Like, Thank you for keeping it consistent, Curling. That's good. Very, very common 
phrase in that sport when the the curlers are like getting used to a new ice they'll draw to the button and they'll time between hog lines and yeah. they'll say oh this is a 14 second ice so then yeah. all the other players just know okay i gotta throw at 14 second pace yeah you can tell the people are very serious at the curling club because they've got their time their stopwatches so they're uh, measuring the hog time they're measuring that hog time that's right uh sometimes it's also called the hog to hog but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know okay and the last one should be a slam dunk for a 9 out of 10 I think oh man uh, slam dunk is not the terminology I'm going for by the way Julie Serving okay okay let's do, let's do it in boxing and probably other combat sports but again I just didn't look that up uh, if you are prone to being beaten by a single hard blow your jaw is said to be made from what material oh that is not a slam dunk that's cool. Um, could have been cool if it was a slam dunk too, just to be clear. Okay, so your jaw is made of... So it seems like that would have to be an old-timey term. Because I would say your, your jaw is like... Your jaw is made of marshmallows. Marshmallows. It, it is not marshmallow. Uh, uh, you are said to have a glass jaw if you're very prone to getting knocked out. And uh, you and I, both being the avid gamers that we are, you're familiar with the concept of a glass cannon. Powerful mm. item or powerful character that can be easily knocked out. Gotcha. That. Thank Silly. you for bringing it back to the relatable. Because yeah, okay, glass jaw. I'm not even sure if I've ever heard of that. Yeah. All, all I know is like boxing's not about the punches you can throw, but the punches you can take. That's that classic wisdom. Yeah. I mean, that's that old school wisdom. You know. That's there's a whole Simpsons episode about that. Oh, is there? Did he play, <laughs> uh, Homer fights? Uh, I don't know who that guy is. Dredrick Tatum, who's a very thinly veiled. <laughs> Why'd I even Tyson? open the door for that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, they find out that Homer's skull is like 40% thicker than it should be. And he can just take nice. punches. <laughs> That's an old episode, too. It is an old episode. I remember seeing that when I was a kid, yeah. All right. Not too I, bad. Not too I don't bad. believe I can catch up, but I'd like to try. Let's make it happen. Reminder for everyone, you are going to hear half at some point. So let's hear between your choice of parallel lines or auto-American. Do you mean auto-American like an American self-referring? I'm not going to say. Well, based on my uh, two dudes doing trivia history with cars, I don't even want to risk that there's cars questions involved, so I'll go with the former. The former meaning the first one, which is parallel lines. <laughs> That's right. I forgot what it was. <laughs> that was more for me, to be honest. I was I got lost in my own. I got lost in the sauce. Just I will take sauce. five questions on parallel lines. Parallel lines. Great. Love it. Can't wait to hear it. Let's hear it. Parallel lines. The album, Parallel Lines, was released in 1978 as the third studio album by what band? The international hit Heart of Glass was from this album, and so was this band's probably most famous song, One Way or Another. <laughs> One way. Uh, so it's not the Britney Spears version, just based on the year. Based on the year, yeah. Um, <laughs> is it Joan Jett and the Blackhearts? It is not. This is a Blondie album. Oh, that's Blondie. Interesting. That is Blondie. And for the, um, just for the, you know, people's awareness, Auto American is also a Blondie album. Oh, so, so that's where the pair came from. Well that's where done. the pair comes from. But don't go looking up anything about Auto American. I would, <laughs> wouldn't dare. Question two. Railway tracks, which obviously run parallelly, lie on a bed known by what word? Often made of crushed stone and gravel, this bed helps to facilitate drainage and keep down vegetation that might compromise track structure. 
Uh, one of my first jobs out of university actually was on a uh, highway and bridge project and not in the current industry that I'm in. Uh, and I one time had to move a railway track and I think that's called ballast. Ballast is right. Nice. Nice one. Number three, although it doesn't specifically mention parallel lines, a mathematical postulate states that if a line segment intersects two straight lines to form two interior angles, less than 90 degrees, those lines will eventually meet on the side on that side if extended indefinitely. This is the fifth postulate, also called the parallel postulate found in elements by which Greek mathematician? Um, is this something that Euclid did? This is this this rule only applies in Euclidean geometry. So yeah, <laughs> so Euclid, I think I watched a video on Euclid's postulates, and it's like there's four postulates that he wrote that are pretty straightforward and easy to yeah. understand, and then the fifth one is just the wildly weirdest one that yeah, doesn't it, belong it, with the others. It, it defines parallel lines by defining what isn't a parallel line. <laughs> right. Um, moving on, just south of the 23rd parallel north is what? line of latitude is a line of latitude known by what name this line of latitude lends its name to an autobiographical novel by henry miller known for its candid sexuality and it was this novel was the subject of a 1960s u.s supreme court obscenity trial uh so it's kind of a coin flip i guess um are we going with the yeah it's the tropic of cancer north that's the one yeah that's the one tropic cancer is north i recall uh when i was in australia we crossed the tropic of capricorn and it, like the area that i was in they were advertising like i don't know like welcome to the area of capricorn i don't know it was like trying to g- drum up tourism for coming to right, the tropic right. of capricorn and i don't know, I just always remember that i was not that keen on seeing the physical line but i, I did <laughs> the signs worked <laughs> <laughs> last one mike chapman who produced the Blondie album Parallel Lines, also produced the 1979 album Get the Knack by the band called The Knack. What is the name of their best-known song, which was parodied by a variety of people during the COVID-19 pandemic, presumably using the title My Corona? Ah, (laughs) nice one. So this is uh, feeling mighty fine after Nine Coronas, I think is one of the parody songs. Uh, That's My Sharona. My my, my, my Sharona, which of course is... yeah. yeah. No, that's also how I remember the name of um, the... Mike Shinoda. The the artist in, um, I was going to say Limp Bizkit, but in Lincoln Park, that's not uh, Chester Bennington. His name is Mike Shinoda. I know. He's also, um, isn't he someone, he's in, he does uh, Lincoln Park and what's the other thing he's in? We look uh, this well, up every time. Yeah, he's part of, uh, or maybe he's the only member, or maybe it's a duo. I think it's a duo. It's uh, Fort Minor. Fort Minor, yeah, 10%, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty percent. Yeah, that's his. That's his rap personality. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, nice one. Um, yeah, that puts you at one, two, three, that's, four. I don't think we need to count them again. All right. <laughs> uh, one of these days, I'll win a game this season. I promise. I, mean, I feel like one day you're gonna overtune, and I'm gonna—I'll be feeling the pain. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I st- I've got a, a bulk—the bulk of these questions already written, but I might have to just turn the difficulty up on them. Oh boy! So next week you might be hearing half, or you might be hearing five questions on Auto American. And that is fun. And you're son. gonna get uh, five questions on blank and blank, or five questions on where is that place? 
and two mystery categories await. That's right. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any comments, questions, trivia categories you'd like us to explore, listener submitted questions. We're not really doing the mini games right now, but listener submitted questions. Love those. We can be reached at 2DDTPodcast at gmail.com. That's two. The number two. DDTPodcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye.